Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Oh boy, so I am in the car. Uh, it's another episode of Driving with DeMarco. I don't even remember the last time I did one of these. You know, whether it's Be Unstoppable, which is what I want you all to do, whatever it might be. But I'm um, driving, so I'm sure there's the car noise, which I'm sure really sucks. But my theory is that the content is better than than the driving issues, right? So that's what we're going to do. We're going to drive with me and we're going to be unstoppable. We're going to have a great time because I got some stuff on my mind. And it's funny, from a numbers perspective, when we talk about podcasting, these little random solo shows, when I do them, and it has been a while, like several months, do really, really well. And I don't know why. So if they do well for you, please hit me up. Let me know why, right? At ChairShotGreg on the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, however it might be. If you get this through the email list, you can just reply. I just want to know why people find this interesting. Um, but I love it. I love it, and, and I love the fact that people do. So I want to just share some stuff with you all. I posted a little bit about it on social media, but uh, throughout the week, these things have hit me, and it's just been, you know, it, it touches you in a certain way, and I feel like it's worth talking about. So I want to talk to you a little bit about some changes that I've had to make. And I made an Instagram post and said, you know, not, don't make excuses, make adjustments, right? The word excuses was crossed out, replaced with the word adjustments. I had to make a big adjustment recently from the fitness side of things, which you know is, is so big for me. It's so important. I had this conversation with somebody at CrossFit last night, um, last night being Wednesday, I'm recording this on Thursday, about how the mental aspect of what we do there is so much more important than anything else. And, and I told him a story long time ago, not a long time ago, but shortly after I started going to CrossFit, they had to shut down, and I, and I if you see me, I can see I'm doing air quotes, because they didn't shut down, and and the guy, the owner there, um, well, a little aside story, this is a great story, um, I started going in May of 2020, of course, COVID, all that shit, in July, I think it was, they had to shut down again, and, and it was, but I could still sign up for classes, so I was really confused. And, and there was a kids camp coming up the next week and, and all that. So I wasn't sure what to do. And I texted him and I was like, is there a class? I see I'm still signed up for it. What do I do? He doesn't reply. Um, little do I know because he can't. And so I end up, I just go. I'm like, well, let me see what's going on there, right? I go to the same class time that I normally have. And and, and I, I, you 
know, I, I pull around to park somewhere. I don't really know where to park. And I notice the door's unlocked. Like, like, like there's a door propped open. One of, the, one of the back doors is propped open. So I was like, all right, well, I, you know, grab my water, grab my towel, headed on in through that back door. I walk in and there's a few people in there, like seven or eight. And he looks at me and he goes, well, guess you figured it out. I later come to find out that is what we like to call fight club protocol. So hopefully I'm not revealing too much. If so, I mean, I'm sure you can find out where I go on my social media, but I really appreciated it. But, but the big part of that story was that he was trying to figure out different things that were going on. Certain organizations, certain businesses were staying open and the gyms wasn't one of them. And he talked about the mental aspect of it and how even though uh, COVID was going on and COVID was a thing, you could still also... Oh, uh, four lanes to continue straight onto US 60 West. I have GPS on. So one of the, the old tenants of driving with DeMarco was hearing the GPS. But what he talked about was how the, the mental aspect of going to CrossFit and how a lot of, you know, mental treatment was still available for people even during COVID, including in-person treatment. You could still go to therapy and things like that. So he was trying to get, he thought, I don't know if he ever, how far it ever went, but he wanted to try to get the gym reclassified as therapy. And and it's it sounded like, you know, just trying to skirt around rules or whatever, but I got to be honest with you. I think it's applicable because it is. It's the best form of therapy I've ever had in my life. Like, you know, I was one of those kids who parents got divorced when I was really little. And even though it didn't affect me much, my mom thought because it didn't affect me, that, that was there was something wrong with that. And so she made go me go to therapy. On to US 60 West. I went like twice and, and that was it and didn't really go back. Um, you know, she was going and that's fine. She needed that. Straight on for four minutes to I-10 West. US 60 West toward Phoenix. You know, I know how to get home. I'm, I'm going to turn off the, uh, the GPS lady real quick. Sorry about that. I had to turn off GPS so it wouldn't interrupt us too much. But I, um, so we tried to get gym class by therapy. And we were talking about that yesterday, CrossFit, the health therapy. But I want to talk to you about a change that I had to make in how I do my, my gym work, right? And, and how I do what I do there at the gym. And basically, so I would go to CrossFit, and the thing about CrossFit is it's different every time, which is very important, I love, but it's also fast, 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 fast. And there was a recent post that I even shared on social media, on Instagram, and in my stories, about all the things that are about CrossFit, like lift weight, throw things, pull, push, pull, you know, whatever. And one of them was like, go fast. And that is a tenet of CrossFit. You want to complete a certain amount of work in a certain amount of time. And that was having an effect on me when you combine that with my leukemia treatment. And it makes perfect sense, right? I'm taking some heavy-duty shit. I'm taking 800 milligrams of it a day. It's called Tacigna. It causes bone soreness, which makes sense because, you know, leukemia starts into bone marrow. Um, producing too many white blood cells. Like, that's where it all began. It causes bone soreness. It causes or bone fatigue, bone soreness, muscle fatigue. It also causes, you know, water retention, which leads to weight gain. All that kind of shit, right? That doesn't translate well with the go-go-go aspect of CrossFit and how you need to finish in 12 minutes. How many rounds can you do in 12 minutes? And I had a couple of options. Like, I could start going back to the regular gym. I didn't really want to do that. I could take it easy on the workouts. And, and I even talked to one of the coaches there. His name's David. He's fantastic. And we talked about it. He's like, well, you know, if we're doing five rounds in, in 12 minutes, and that's the goal, and you can only do three, that's fine. And I'm like fuck no that's not fine I don't want to do 
three rounds. I, I would rather do five rounds in 18 minutes than do three rounds in 12 minutes or whatever it is, right? I don't want to do less work. I want to do the work. I just might need longer to do it. My body. But I want to put in the work. I'm all about putting... So I got a phone call. I just declined because I don't know why they're calling me. Um, because I don't know who it is. But I did, didn't understand, you know, it didn't resonate with me. Like, taking it easy was not an option. Like, doing doing less work was not an option. I'm all about putting in the work. Hard work pays off. Like, being unstoppable, part of that is putting in the work. It's the work that, that the mental aspect of CrossFit that I didn't expect. That comes from doing the work. And I wasn't going to take it easy on that shit. Like, that's not me. I'm not take it easy guy. I just don't do that. And, and sometimes I wish I could. But I can't. So instead, I sat down and I figured it out and I decided that I was going to go. They have open gym at, at CrossFit and you can take advantage of that. So I said, okay, open gym might be the thing for me, might be the thing that's going to work for me. So then I was like, okay, so, so I decided I might try out open gym and I reached out to the GM of the CrossFit place and the you know, open gym still available. I used to go on Sundays to open gym, but now it's not available on Sundays anymore, but it's available during the week. I started doing some research. And in in, in powerlifting, in, in weightlifting, uh, the most the, the basic lifts that you do, and if you were only going to do three lifts, you should do deadlifts, squats, and bench press. Like those are the three, uh, and probably in that order of importance. Maybe you could reverse squat and deadlift, but deadlift for me, or, or squat and bench press, deadlift for me is the number one lift that you can do. It's damn near a full body workout when you deadlift. Uh, Uses a ton of of your muscles, and it's just. You feel amazing afterwards. You feel sore in all the right places, and, and you're just using everything. So I did some research, and, and I was like, okay, I'll do deadlift Monday, bench press Tuesday, squat Wednesday, three days in a row, which I wasn't even doing before because I was so tired all the time. I'll take Thursday off, and then Friday I'll do some of the stuff I enjoy. I'll get into that in a minute. And, and I did some research because I didn't want to just do deadlift and leave. So I researched the accessory exercises that go with each of those. And, and I also looked up, because as at CrossFit, everything's given to you. And, and when I say that, I mean, it's not handed to you on a silver platter. Like, you got to work your fucking ass off. But everything is given to you in terms of the program. You show up, they tell you what to do. They tell you how much weight to use. They tell you what percentage to use. It's, it's all there, but I didn't have that now. So I've got to go in there. The equipment's provided to me. There's still people around, and, and, and the atmosphere is still provided to me. And that's priceless. But I needed the programming, so I had to do some research, right? What is a good progression of, of deadlifting if you're starting at the beginning? So 50%, this many reps, this many sets, and, and then I'm going to grow week over week over week. And so I decided to do that. I set up a spreadsheet, put everything in there, picked my accessory exercises, and did that. And I'm still doing a workout, right? At CrossFit, we do some form of weightlifting typically, and then we do a workout. And the workout, like I said, could be, you know, X number of rounds in 12 minutes or this many reps as fast as you can and, and that kind of stuff. And so I am doing like four rounds or five rounds of, of various different things. So Monday I went, I deadlifted, I did some accessory exercises, which were some lat pulls and some bent over rows. Uh, you know, I did five five sets of eight reps at 50%, which really, uh, you know, due to the plate sizes was like 58% or whatever of my normal deadlift max, which is still a lot. And... And I did those five, five, you know, sets of eight rounds, five rounds of eight reps each, so forty total. Did the uh, the accessory exercise, then did a workout. I rode the bike, the air bike, for a certain number of calories, 
followed by uh, ground. Actually, I did GHD sit-ups first. If you don't know what that is, look it up. GHD, the three letters, sit-ups. Followed by ground overhead, which is just picking up a plate off the ground, raising it over my head, putting it back down, uh, over and over. And then on the bike, certain number of calories burned um, in a certain amount of time. But I didn't have a crunch. I didn't have a time crunch. I wasn't under the gun, as, as the best way to describe it. So I can take as much time in between rounds as I need to. I can even take as much time in between movements as I need to. I can hop off that GHD machine and wait before I pick up that 45-pound plate for the ground overheads. I could grab a sip of water before I jump on the bike for the bike aspect of it. And I usually didn't break in between movements, but I usually broke in between sets or in between rounds. When I hopped off the bike, I didn't just jump right back on the GHD machine. I waited, and that's where I caught my breath, and that's where I did whatever. But I wasn't under the gun, and which is important because... To Cigna, the, the treatment medicine that I'm on, when you first start taking it, they make you do an EKG because it can affect your heart and your heart rate. And so here I am pumping as hard as I can, putting myself in that situation. But it works for me. Monday, I was there for like 90 minutes. Tuesday, I was there for maybe an hour and 15. Wednesday, I was there for a little over an hour. But I got to do all the stuff I wanted to do. And, and it felt really good. And, and what I'm realizing out of this is that because I'm focusing on these three major lifts, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I do think I'm going to have some benefits to it outside of the fact that I just have to work and can't eliminate the work. So my maxes are going to go up, I think, as, you know, I started with 50% this week, next week I'll be doing 60% of my max, and the following week 70%, and so on and so forth, lowering the number of reps. So it's just a fantastic experience for what I'm able to do and and what I'm able to put together and I still feel like I'm getting the benefits of CrossFit I still feel like I'm getting the benefits of the workout and and so much more and I felt more sore than I had been in recent weeks doing my CrossFit workouts because I couldn't do as much as I wanted to and that's the key like I volume for me is a good thing I would rather do like I said before that's the big adjustment I would rather do more work over more time than less work over the prescribed time. To me, the volume of work is what's most important for me and what I'm looking for and what I feel benefits my body the most and I listen to my body and what my body's telling me is that it gets the best benefit out of that. And I also get the best mental benefit out of it too. Like I keep pushing, I keep going. You know, I've talked before about the leukemia set where I do an extra set or I get that heavy set and I make sure I get it because if I get that set, I can beat leukemia. And that's, you know, that's, that's, that's that mental game, that mental aspect of it. And that's what's so important to me and what I, what I need, what I need so much. So that's how I push it and that's what I do and that's what I came up with most recently at CrossFit. So I'm going to throw a quick break in here and, and come back on the other side with a really cool story about something that happened at CrossFit and something I'm very excited about, not excited about, but something that I was excited to, to share and, and also something that happened at work and something I'm excited to share about from work too as well. Really inspiring for me and hopefully for you too. So we'll be back on the other side with this little break. All right, appreciate you listening to that. If you fast forward it, hey, it still counts, but the, the commercials are always important. They keep us going, right? It's what we need. So I wanted to tell you a couple stories about my day yesterday, yesterday being Tuesday. Um, or yesterday being Wednesday, I'm sorry, recorded from Thursday. So I have some new hires at work that I'm working with, and they're, they're fantastic. They're doing a great job. 
Uh, both of them, uh, you know, I, I, mean, I oversee all of our training for our operation. We have three different teams as part of our unit, and, and we do all this advising for the whole nation of different schools that, that are together, right? And, and I oversee all of our new hire training, even if the people aren't mine. But I have two new hires, and they are mine, and, and so I have them going through training. But we train as a department, so a lot of different resources. We don't have a trainer per se, so we've got different people training with my folks. And I always debrief with them at the end of the day. And yesterday I debriefed with them individually because when I was meeting with them, uh, well, with one of them, the other one was meeting with my boss, just as kind of a meet and greet, get to know you sort of thing. Because uh, my boss doesn't really have a say in hiring. We do all of our own hiring. And I met with one of them and, and, and I let her know, you know, hey, tomorrow, because the, the schedule was such, I was reviewing their schedule for Thursday, and they both said the same thing. Hey, we're not debriefing on Thursday. Why aren't we debriefing Thursday afternoon? Which makes me feel good. They want to talk to me. They feel comfort, security in that, which is part of what I want them to have as a brand new employee. And so I knew they were going to ask that question. So I decided, well, this is when they're going to find out. Because my whole team knows that I have leukemia. I, I had a meeting with my team to let them know before I was going to be gone a day for some visits, some, some doctor's appointments. So I let them know individually. And one of my employees... And again, these people are all over the country, so I see them virtually. Um, we're always on camera. That's one of our rules. But you don't see more than their head and their shoulder. Like, it's just the way Zoom, or we use Teams, but same thing as Zoom works. And she told me that she, um, you know, I, I told her about leukemia. I'm going to be gone tomorrow soon. Here's why. And she says, well, you know, I don't share this with everybody because I don't have to, especially in this virtual world. But I have cerebral palsy. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that when we interviewed. You couldn't tell from talking to her. You couldn't tell anything. And she had a hilarious joke. She was like, I wasn't born with it. The doctors fucked me up, which I thought was really funny. Um, and she says, her words, not mine. But I guess there was something she was, in, you know, born early and had to go into an incubator or something. I don't remember the full story. But things did not go well. She's like, if you saw me walking, I walk with a mild. It doesn't affect me mentally so much. My, my cognitive um, prowess is still fully there. And and I was just very impressed. Like I told her, I was like, hey, you not told me I wouldn't have known. Uh, but it's also good for me to know because we're very supportive at work, doctor's appointments, things like that. But she's like, I've actually had jobs where I didn't tell them at all because I didn't have to. But me opening up and telling her my story was an inspiration to her to hear that and my positive attitude towards it and how I tackle it. Um, she felt inclined to tell me her situation and... and it's a reminder to me that, like, whatever you think, whatever you, you you have going on, there are other people in the world that can benefit from your story. And that's really important to me. So fast forward to later in the day, I go to CrossFit. And the thing about CrossFit is, is most CrossFit gyms, I've only ever been to this one, but from what I can see online and talking to people, it's a community. It's a community of people. And it's rare. It happens, and I see it almost every time. But it's usually only one or two people who are working out on their own, like I'm doing now at Open Gym. Usually everybody's together. And I was always, since I started going there almost two and a half years ago, I've always been a fixture in the CrossFit gym. And now I'm not, all right, because I had to miss because of the, the, the side effects and all of that. So I'm in there, and a gentleman who I work out with, and we used to do Sunday Open Gyms together, his name's Andre, I'll share it, I don't care. Um, he comes over, and we're chatting about it, and he's... He works something in the medical field. I don't exactly know what. Uh, so he knows a little bit about what I'm talking about when I you know, talk about my treatment and all that. Because people always want updates. But, but you know, they only understand so much of the details. 
And so I try to share the details that they will understand with them because I want them to get in, to, to get an understanding of it. But he understood like blood levels and the tests and all that kind of stuff. So he, he got it. And that really helped the conversation. But go along, letting them know, you know, I might be doing this for a few weeks, could be doing this for a few months, maybe a year, year and a half, who knows? Like, I'm going to be on this workout plan as long as I have to, so I can get the shit done that I need to get done, get this thing into remission, and, and get life back to quote-unquote normal. And so we have the whole conversation, and then he's getting ready to go off, because I started a little bit early, he's getting ready to go off and, and do his CrossFit class. And and traditionally, you know, it's, it's we're a lot of fist bumps, you know, people, there are people there who are huggers. And we hug and all that. And one of the trainers um, is hugging everybody because she just announced she got pregnant and all that kind of stuff. And, and and the gentleman that she got pregnant with also is a trainer there. And so everybody loves them. Um, I was like the first person who knew they were a couple because I saw them together. I was like, boom, they're together. Uh, and you could just tell. But but they were in denial for a little bit. But so, you, so, so there's that. But we go to, you know, we're just like manly guys, whatever, fist bump, talk, chat, that kind of thing. Um. So he's getting ready to go off, and, and we go to the fist bump, and he grabs my hand, and instead pulls me in and gives me, like, this bear hug. And and then just went off to his workout. And I'll be honest with you, like, I almost started to tear up. Same thing I did when my employee was like, I feel comfortable three days on the job telling you this this major fact about my life. Um, it just hits you, and it's like, this is... Even though I have leukemia, and even though leukemia sucks, and I hate it, and, and I treat it like it's a person, right? You, you hate a person. You can't hate a thing. You can't hate a thing, but the thing is, doesn't know me. Leukemia doesn't know me. Leukemia didn't target me. Leukemia didn't see something I did in my life and was like, fuck that guy. We're, you're going to have leukemia. This is who we're going after. Like, it doesn't work that way. It's one of my big complaints about COVID. They were like, COVID likes this, COVID like that. Like, COVID doesn't fucking know. Like, COVID just goes. And... And so it's, it's, there's things that are bigger than that. The impact we can have on people is bigger than that. You know, my whole, for, you, know, you know, being unstoppable, which I adopted, um, you know, from one of my closest friends, it's, it's so much bigger than, than just me having leukemia and me taking this shitty treatment and going for blood work, which is why I'm recording a driving with DeMarco right now. All of that. It, it's, it's bigger than that. Uh, the world is bigger than that. There are so many people who need inspiration, who need motivation. And I hate motivation, right? I talk about discipline, discipline over motivation, because when motivation is gone, discipline is still there. But you've got to get from motivation to discipline. You can't just jump in and be disciplined. You've got to start somewhere. Someone's got to motivate you to become disciplined. And, and that's what I'm trying to do for people, and that's what others have done for me. And when I have these experiences, it's like... I know that my story and my situation and how I'm going through it, how I'm tackling it, and, and my attitude towards everything, and attitude is everything, is affecting people. It's inspiring people. I got a text from a former employee of mine um, who moved across country because I reached out to him about a job that we had open where I work, and and he, you know, he sent me a picture and, and like, he, you know, let himself go a little bit, and he let me know, like, you know, since we last messaged, like, you know, you've inspired me to take better care of myself. I joined the gym, trying to get back into better shape. Like, these are amazing things that, that people are doing. And just to think that, like, I can cause somebody to do that, like, that's powerful. And, and, and it's, a, you know, you realize when you have that power, when you've been gifted with that ability to touch people, it, it's, it's a responsibility, right? With great power comes great responsibility. You know, hashtag Spider-Man. 
Hashtag Harry Potter. But it's true. And, and if you have that power, then you got to use it because the world needs you to. The world needs people like us who have the ability to influence to do so so that other people can grow and be better. And, and as a whole, we can make this world a better place. And that's my goal. And that's what I want to use this for. And yesterday, and two different occasions, was a stark reminder of that. So overall message of today, because you know I like to talk about that. Make adjustments, not excuses. Don't make excuses, make adjustments. I couldn't do CrossFit the way I had been doing it. But I couldn't just stop. I could have. It would have been easy. I could have just started going back to the regular gym. But the environment wouldn't have pushed me the way I want to push myself. And and what's available to me isn't the same as what's available to me at CrossFit. That's why it costs more than a typical you know $20 a month EOS membership. So I had to make some changes. I had to make some adjustments. And the adjustments are already paying off three days in. Now, I, I told you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm, I'm doing deadlift squat or deadlift bench press squat in that order Uh, but there are things that I like about CrossFit other movements that I enjoy that's what Friday is about there are two movements that I really enjoy that's squat cleans uh, and then either push press or strict press which is a standing shoulder press with a barbell and so Friday is what I'm doing I'm doing squat cleans and and I'm doing the presses and you know I may not snatch for a while and that's okay like I could always work snatch in if I want to but I get great joy out of squat cleaning. I don't know. It's good. I'm fucking sick. I don't know. Same with the shoulder press. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go there on Fridays. Thursday's my off day. I'm going to go there on Fridays to do that. Saturday, I'll work out at home. Um, and, and I've got things I can do. You know, I'm a sick son of a bitch. I love the devil's press. Um, I even like to run a little bit and do all that. And I can run in spurts right now and be okay with the treatment. So Saturdays, I'm going to work out as well. And Sunday will be another off day. Maybe an active recovery. We'll see. But... I really am taking advantage of, of where I'm at now and, and the things that I can do and pushing it. And that's the biggest thing. Like, I can't stop pushing. And if I if I stop pushing this stuff, then why? Then, then I could also stop pushing my leukemia treatment. I could also stop pushing to, to become, you know, to push this thing into remission. I could also stop pushing my story and impacting others. And you just can't stop. So whatever you're doing, don't stop. That is it. I appreciate you listening. Uh, there's some links in here. Uh, that, that you can definitely take advantage of. Of course, we got the t-shirt store. If you're local and you like wrestling, come see ICW. Everything you need is in the description of this, wherever you're listening to it, so please do check it out. It was another edition of Driving with DeMarco. I'm going to try to do these a little more often because I know people like them. I know it's an opportunity to push being unstoppable, which is big for me. I want you guys to go out there and be unstoppable, so uh, please do so. Hit me up on social media at ChairShotGreg on all of your forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Would love to hear from you. Would love to hear if things are are, are a positive influence on your life or if you've got ideas and thoughts of your own. Please do share those. It's one big community. We all got to help each other get better, get where we need to be. So I appreciate you listening. Until next time we do this, which I hope will be sooner rather than later, I got two reminders that you know what they are. Number one, always use your head and number two, be unstoppable.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.